this is Jen Chain from Jen Chain Limited and Rose Nola from Logic Design. And Kathy, I was talking to Kathy the other day and she said she mentioned that she thought it would be really relevant for us to talk about our, our sort of journey as designers from 2005 to where we are now because a lot of what we've been through is maybe helpful to people who are going through COVID change. So we've got a list of questions that um, she wrote post our conversation and we're just going to run through them. Cool. The first question was how did the financial crisis in 2008 change our work environment? So basically just to give you a bit of history, Rose and I have worked together um, uh, since 2003 and then in 2005 both independently decided to go out and freelance. So from 2005 to 2008, we had actually already set up our businesses. Following that, the GFC hit, which was actually timely for both of us, given that we decided to get married at the same time. Um, <laughs> not on purpose. Just not to each other. In the same ceremony either. <laughs> um, but also... That time was when I had decided to have our first child, Mia, and the GFC was actually a bit of a blessing for us because it enabled us to work from home, reduce expenses massively, and um, reduce the days that we had to work, which went down to three days a week. And when you're having, when you've got kids, it's pretty hard to juggle a full-time job with having a baby. So the GFC actually was, I don't know about you, Rose, but I think we're the same, a lifesaver because yeah. otherwise we probably would have burned ourselves out. Yeah, well, we, I mean, the thing is, yeah, we'd already been forced into that, into a similar situation pre the GFC, so we'd already had time to work out, you know, what worked for us, how to get the expenses down, and, yeah, so we were already kind of working in that situation. Um so by the time you see her, we were kind of already up which I think which is kind of the same thing as now. Kind of, but the difference is that we had already kind of started that yeah. process. We don't, I think a lot of people are going from having a job to suddenly shit, I don't have a job and I have to work from home because as well. Yeah, yeah, as well. So it's quite a different yeah. mindset. Yeah. Um but with that came a few a lot of positives and a lot of negatives and I think it would be useful to kind of talk about those um and what we what we learned through that process of having to work from home and juggle life around it one of them being that um we felt that working from home wasn't professional we um well because before we went home to work for the babies we set up an office so we had what two years or so of working in an office when we went out on our own um and so after 10 years of working at home yeah we were like oh just get back into the studio set up an office because that's what makes us legitimate and professional so that was kind of the mindset and so now people being forced to work at home is shifting everyone's mindsets business mindsets um yeah so I think one of the help. <laughs> yeah one of the one of the key things is that um, we found and that's where we kind of reached out to Kathy probably six or seven years ago was that 
we had no idea about what other agencies were charging and um, you almost felt embarrassed because you were working in a cupboard yet the work was you know like you know it was more than um, okay but for some reason because you'd also I think going through motherhood and the fact that you were isolated in your own home you did feel like you couldn't charge the same as what a, a big design house could which is actually just a mindset. It's not reality. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously the overheads, which are lower, but yeah. that doesn't mean standard of work is lower and no. which are charge less because of the way that it's happening, expenses or not. It's really about the value of the work. And I think that's been a huge thing. Learning over. Yeah. yeah. I think the other thing that I found from working from home was that after we had done it for quite some time, three kids, um, so that was five, six years, Yeah, it wasn't enough to be at home. Like, I, you didn't have an, you do need that space to congregate and to create yeah. and to collaborate. I think we were so craving the social aspect. And I, I do distinctly remember after we got the office again after working from home and driving into work and just seeing things and, yeah seeing you know like you you see it when you're out and about but just that do you remember that when we first yeah, came back into and having lunch off outside not making a toast sandwich but yeah just that influx of stimulus you know of and and I think that's the key now of keeping that up keeping that venturing out keeping that contact with people and and getting that stimulus and input that spurs things and like you know obviously with us we're so lucky we've had the support all the time and having that in place I think is a huge benefit yeah the duo factor I think that's something we should talk about duo or trio or, or four or whatever it is but probably one of the things that um we haven't talked about is you do actually need someone to bounce ideas off. Yeah. You can't just work by yourself. It's not healthy and it's not conducive to great creativity. I, don't ideas and... I mean, you can and sometimes you do need yeah, to be by yourself. You have yourself. to. Sometimes you have to. But yeah. I think the tank goes dry, you know, and it's yeah. um, that, that support network of people around you that you trust, like trust and respect. Eh? We talked about yeah. like yeah. having that network overcoming obstacles someone that's oh this happened you know and this is how I worked around it or problems Mm. too or those insecurities like realizing that you know no matter how long you've been doing it how much experience you have it's only natural if you love what you do to have doubts and that's where you connect Mm. with someone and they you talk about their same you know it's like oh it's normal so Mm. you know I mean they talk about that at um IDO don't they about the duo and uh finding and it doesn't mean same with same but having someone you can talk to or even if it's people who have left a studio and they're now on their own finding other people in that same situation is going to be key to the design community thriving yeah um and maybe that's something that needs to happen yeah is allowing a mentorship program that's virtual so that they can 
people can dial in to bounce ideas um and to, that whole thing yeah. isn't it it's like strength and unity it's like you know divided yeah. we all we're much stronger if we can share together and be transparent about you know yeah. and and keeping the value of design and holding each other up and yeah know, um, I think one of the things going forward in this COVID situation, and obviously there's going to be a dismantling of some of the big design houses potentially, which yeah. there aren't actually that many left, um, and and then also the, the smaller ones and then the freelancers, is that we do not want to devalue the design process in this through this um, period. Because that undercutting and the kind of not charging correctly and how do we manage that mm. as a as a, as a um, important than ever. Um, so I think that DINS or, or, or has to come up with some way of educating again the value in design and there needs to be a big campaign around that to um, keep us on a pedestal as an, an important part because even in the last four or five years it's diluting um, well what I've seen and you have to really fight hard and I know Annie Dow is an advocate for that as well with her um constantly trying to um elevate stand up, stand up for it mm. and and it's a it's a thing together I mean like the architects they have a um a mutual kind of pricing platform Scale. that everyone yeah. agrees to regardless of your situation and I think now that people you know working from home is not going to be judged like we had it's going to be acceptable because at the end of the day if the work's good it doesn't really matter where it happens that's a massive shift in the last five weeks from where it was before also like with the value of design it's even more so now with what all the businesses are going through and you know having to pivot and change the messaging and just you know the whole landscape has changed where you know we have to think more globally environmentally and all of these things it's not just going to be a tick box it's like people are really going to be you know and and also looking at New Zealand now because of the again the unique position that we are in and how do we communicate that and and support our local businesses and all of this so Mm. it's forced a new messaging that that businesses are going to need and I think we just need to be ready for that and and proactive about it to Mm. to really highlight the value of proper design and proper strategy and for companies and and what it's worth to them and that they can't be without it you know (laughs) yeah absolutely um I mean it's come a long way with having to kind of push that across because a a lot of businesses do understand it and accept it but I don't think a refresher is a bad thing I think um making that I I think if you get complacent about it it's a worry yeah I I do feel like in the last five or six years we've got a little bit complacent that designs are given and um that needs to come through but you'll probably know that when businesses are feeling the pinch and you know if there is going to be long-term budget constraints and you know how do we work with that and often Mm -hmm. you know good design and good that can be the first thing to go because then it's not seen as a physical item you know so it's like we really have to be out there fighting for why it's important and the long the long game that we can bring to their business um 
because you can never remind them too much about that, can we? <laughs> no, no, absolutely. Takes and not takes, or things that you oh, right. um, have been using during this lockdown, Jen. What have you been doing? <laughs> oh, um, well, I would have to say, and I said this to Katie the other day, I, aside from the economic fallout, which is, we know, I think we're in the calm before the storm, in terms of creative and personal, it has been actually really positive for me for the last five weeks. I mean, it's not been fun the whole time, but positive in terms of a massive reset from my path. And that being that, so there's a couple of things that I've done that have helped me become aware of how I feel. And I didn't actually realize with juggling, you know, family, a business, life. All right. You're on the mouse wheel all of those things that I was constantly feeling anxious, um, anxious of what I needed to do next. And it was, it was right on my shoulders. And I realized after a week that that had gone and I felt actually really calm and and for some reason more creative actually. Yeah. Well, we're not Um, around here and there going there, you know, just the rushing is just, it's such a nice feeling not to be rushing. But one of the things that I have done is I've written a list of what I want to take from this experience and what I want to leave from previous. And weirdly, the list of, for taking is about 16 points long. And the ones to leave is only three. So there's a lot of change happening in terms of my personal life, but also business life. Yeah, how it will affect one of them was, um, for some reason, my phone email had decided to corrupt itself just on the day COVID shut down and my IT guy was obviously not going to help me on that because he couldn't come into the house. So I haven't had my email on my phone the whole time. And honestly, I don't miss it. It's just so good because I used to wake up, check my phone, check my emails at yeah. 7 o'clock or check them every time I'm in the you know, get yeah, in the car and to take away. Check them when I'm having lunch with someone. Check them, check them, check them, check them. <laughs> checking them a lot. Checking them a lot. And then also taking on board what I had to do. And so constantly yeah. feeling like, oh, my God, I've got filling all this brain. stuff. Filling your brain constantly. That has been massive. I'm yeah. not going to turn it back on. I I may have to have it um, workable because it does. Clients that. But... <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to. And yeah, and even um, a friend of mine, Helen, she was like, "How's that going?" I, I think I might take that on board yeah. as well. Yeah, and I'm like, it actually is quite yeah powerful. All about space, isn't it? Yeah. The other thing um, on my list was lowering my hours and my expectation of what is achievable, because obviously with kids in the house and having to now school them mm-hmm. and the interruptions and all having morning tea together and all having lunch together and all doing exercise you know your eight hour day suddenly shrinks down to five if you're lucky yeah and but weirdly you get just as much done in five hours yeah you know as opposed to sticking it out at the office for 10 yeah yeah I think I think that's one of the key things that I've come out of it with is that you know because obviously as mums and everyone out there, there's heaps of mums, but, you know, you're dealing with so many levels of things to be done all the time. And so to create that space is a real battle. And I think 
that's but we can see now the results of it having done it now I have to have that space and it's like that's going to be something that I'm really going to strive to do going forward Mm. and it's like yeah putting the phone down turning it off you know when you really need to create that space what do I need to do it's like put some music on do this do that so space yeah and and just again like we talked about it earlier that network of support of trusted and respected support those those are my two I agree absolutely you know and I think another thing was like revisiting old practices that we used to do or you know like the 45 blocks of time with a 15 minute break like when you're at home it's yeah it's kind of forced on you anyway yeah it is yeah so (laughs) that works um wasn't there another thing like because when we were talking about being conscious of emotionally what's happening and you're doing a word Oh yeah, so I um the other thing I started from day one with um a friend of mine, Nikki, was we decided that we would do a word a day to capture the general mood of the day so that when and I actually had no idea what this was gonna do or mean. Yeah. And on reflection now of the five weeks, it helps me channel that inner peace that I've been feeling. And so what I'm hoping is that once we come out of this that's going to remind me of that sense that I felt through yeah. this process. I think and hopefully back there. when you have to formulate it into a word, it makes you really aware of actually how you're feeling. And then when you can right. sort of track it and look back and go, oh, that's why that day I was struggling with this and that because I was feeling X or yeah. you know, it's like you, you. So now the um, the kids have come on board. Oh, and yeah. the word, so this week we've had all the family have been now agreeing on the word we had happy glum oh beautiful innovation achieved industrious and Ooh. yesterday was i think ginger crunch <laughs> i was like it was like a weird kind of nothing it was just a nothing yeah. like but oh, um that's not anyway. right though is it it's sort of like Uh, maybe you were at peace all of you that day well I think what happened was that we realized that we're going to come out of this and we actually really like a little a lot of what's going on and it's sort of almost sadness actually yeah you know you need to do it yeah (laughs) but then I do quite quite, I'm quite looking forward to a whole lot of things yes don't we school (laughs) opening yeah um but but yeah it's sort of like you get used to it don't you and then it's like for me I'm yeah. like oh what's going to happen when lockdown finishes like am I going to mm-hmm. fall back into these busy ways or can I really hang on to you know these new priorities and things yeah. that matter it's yeah I think the exercise has been massive I yeah. mean we always include exercise in our life yeah. but having it every day is so yeah. good yeah um and that's just a freedom that's been I think everyone probably feels like well, that. Well, I think it, what it does, it's like highlighted the fact of how important it actually is. It's like you always know that it's sort of important, but in mm. this situation becomes even more important. And it's like you really notice, like if there's a day that you go without it or a day or two that you might not have gone for a walk, it's like, you know, it's almost magnified the, the mm. need for it. And so it's like, well, am I just not paying attention to it as much when we're busy? Or is it just that we're in a really stressful situation that you miss it? So it's, you it's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think one question, one question we haven't answered was um, um, she talks about 
growth for you both and Rose winning clients, how, and when to move into a studio and the impact of that. Oh, yeah. And I think the growth thing is interesting because I think that um, a lot of people would have changed their mindset on growth as a business and actually stable and steady is, is enough these days. Yeah. Um, because a lot of these businesses who have been in the growth phase and bigger is better and let's extend ourselves beyond needs and not have any capital are really hurting. Yeah. And and how much is enough? And maybe the world doesn't need to be growing as fast as we were. Well, I so think, yeah, I mean, I think what I just was thinking then was, you know, like our parents' generation, for instance, they were always a lot more conservative and, I don't know, yeah. maybe not that's a generalisation, but having come out of the war era and just being okay with being stable and solid and having enough and mm. previously they had nothing. So it's like just having enough was actually amazing. And and the more you have, the more stresses it brings, I suppose. And that's... Well, that's something I've massively figured out was the, the nanny and the studio because obviously Rose and I decided to move out of our studio when this... Um, COVID hit because we were we, we have some you know other plans but it was like that cost alone equates to one yeah. extra day work a week and yeah. it's like yes I still get through more work and it's good for my clients but is it actually good for me and it's it's sort of a false economy yeah. that the, the more you do the more you pay the more you earn yeah. so how much is enough is and that's why I think I've come down to this is more yeah. Also, with, with us, we don't. Um, I the thing, the beauty of working for yourself is that you don't actually need that much to be busy. Yeah. Even quite different to an agency. Um, although we haven't talked about the fact that the ratio of creative design time and also administration, mm. and I think a lot of people underestimate. They think, oh, I'll just freelance and da da da. But that's fine if you're yeah. freelancing. But actually, running a business. A design business, um, there's a lot of work that goes into that. that Creative is, is what 30, 40 percent, 30 percent, maybe of the overall say 30 percent that you, you have to do. So it's yeah, so that's why your hours might be less, but you're still actually doing you might do 23 hours or 24 hours. That's a lot to be to build, and, and then you're doing maybe 30 all up, you know, in a week, yeah. maybe 40 probably. <laughs> <laughs> obviously like what we were saying about growth I think the key thing and that we've discussed is that yeah obviously doing a great job word of mouth but fostering your existing clients is huge and that takes yeah. a lot of time as well on top of and their success is your success yeah. so look our client you know 15 years they've started off with just one product now they've got 15 products and that's because the brand has done a good job so if you do a good job there is a lot of momentum that yeah. comes from that, but also growing pains that can come from that as well. And um, it's just knowing your strengths, I suppose. Yeah, but I think both of us, you know, we had to had those long term clients, and I think that's that mm. that's a tr you know that is the key. It's like if you find those clients, look after them, and you know mm. you shouldn't really, you know, that is from from that comes growth because their business yeah. succeeds and and your business essentially grows. And then they tell someone as well. And so it's, you know, that. Yeah. Um, one thing I did want to talk about was the, this whole studio thing. And I, I think we touched on it earlier about um, the need for a space because 
you know, everyone's like, oh, yes, you know, it's great working from home. Did I? We have been there. Yeah. It doesn't work. You can't work from home full time. You do need a mix. But we've also been in the situation where we've had an open studio. That doesn't work. No. So just a backstop where you think, oh, yeah, I've always got to go into the studio because you've got one. So it's like, oh, I just automatically go there. Yeah. I I think where it's going to go and um, is this whole shared shared days not spaces so for example you know we you and I probably only need to do like two days in the yeah. studio together um but uh, we're paying for a week's worth of rent and it just doesn't make sense yeah. so finding other people that you can trust and work alongside and share it doesn't even need to be designers it could be other people and I think there'll be a lot of that going on yeah. where it's like, well, we want to do Monday, Wednesday. Do you want Tuesday, Thursday? And we leave Friday as an option. Yeah, well, I think a lot of spaces are going to have to morph into... Yeah. And know. be efficient, like a boat, you know? Yeah. But I um, think it's like you need to be conscious of... Because everyone's different as well. So it's like you kind of need to be conscious of the type of work you're doing. Is that best at home or together? Try and plan it out. Um, yeah, you know, realizing being conscious of, of those the types of work that you've got to do that week, or you know, can I mean, block it. Home is a great place for just the calm and being in a you know uninterrupted, no one else around. It's comfortable. Oh, that's one thing I remember when we first started out, Rose, when we did work from home and then we got a space together. It was really hard to separate home life from work. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember dressing. I'd go out for a run and then come back and then I'd dress up for work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and actually it was a good mindset to get into. Yeah, I think it's always difficult. And as like I was saying, it's like for me sometimes I do need that separation and I do prefer to go into work to get that yeah. space because sometimes I can't walk past the washing. Yeah. Or, you know, like I can't. I agree. Or think about what you're going to do for dinner. Yeah. Or just, I'll just do that and I'll just do that. And all of a sudden it's lunchtime, you know. So sometimes, yeah. Yeah. And I think everyone's different. And I think everyone just has to work out, you know, what works for them. And that's about being conscious about the different tasks that you've got to do. So it's like, Mm. is it better for me to leave the house or be at home? And I think a mix of working from home and social is yeah. going to be the key going forward for people because one of one of the other things that we haven't talked about is the emotional need to be a mum amongst what we do and that pull and that guilt that comes with you know working yeah. Yeah. I think that's why we do feel quite drawn to the two days at home because that allows us to be mums when the kids get home yeah and I think dads, you know, like I think yeah. now yeah, got okay. dads having been at home as well, and and I think yeah, I think there's going to be a massive shift in people being okay, businesses being okay with people working from home yeah. because of the flexibility that it brings for families and efficiencies as well. Like I know a good friend of mine, she's she's like, I'm actually going to do two days at home. Mm. I get more done at home. I don't get it interrupted the whole time, yeah. and we know for sure. Like if yeah. you've got really difficult you kind of need to go from home unless you've got a space in your studio where you can lock yourself in also as a time thing it's like well if I need three hours of work is it worth me traveling half an hour and back to work or two you know whatever it takes you time efficiency it's yeah it's going to be a massive rethink because things that we were just automatic or people were automatically doing like 
sitting in rush hour on the motorway for an hour each day or you know it's like why are we doing this you know is there better ways and I think that's gonna it's gonna be opened up to mm. the businesses the whole mindset's gonna be changed and 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 that family is actually important you know that for people to be flexible and yeah. that they're going to be more productive and more you know fulfilled and concentrating because they've taken care of the home stuff because they've had that flexibility and when they're at work they're at work and mm. you know, when they're at home they're at home so yeah totally mm. oh righty do you think we've um, do you think we've covered it all definitely time for a drink isn't it because yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. so what we've basically said is drink more yeah we'll be fine we'll come home and ask you drink more basically <laughs> 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 your humor no. have a laugh connect with your friends yeah so yeah, um, yeah and I, i'm looking forward to catching up with with all our you know and and looking out for your friends you know sometimes i think you you um need to think about oh i haven't spoken to that person or wonder how they're getting on it's like yep you can initiate it but sometimes you need to you know, yeah. it's like let's just yeah, obviously look after each other. But agreed. Yeah, it's gonna be a little bit interesting. It's gonna be really interesting the yeah. next the next year. Yeah, I feel. Um, and I think everyone's got to lower expectations, but yeah. go for it. I think it's also a time where we can really pull together and um, you know, as a and, re- and reshift. Yeah, reshift. You know, I look at the dins and there's a, a thousand and. 23 members in there um you know of which is a lot of people yeah communication specialists so let's blow our own horn maybe for a bit or (laughs) like make the most of it for sure um sorry kathy we forgot to mention the award um we achieved as a group in 2016 for asano for best effect and that was quite momentous for us because obviously from the what we talked about before with the working from home and um, maybe not feeling that legitimate and validated. Yeah, exactly that. Um, and, and even though it was, you know, a finalist is still a big deal for, um, for us and for the client and more so that it was really about design being... Um, appropriate for that particular industry and and showing the growth that had happened and it was an awesome highlight definitely yeah because um, it's not an easy not an easy thing to do when you when there's one or two of you um as opposed to a big agency I do think there's advantages in having um more people and you know companies set up to do design so yeah we'll take it um that's all from that subject I think yeah I mean obviously recognition is great and I think specifically in the best effect area it's you know it's because it really worked for the client so to get the double of being acknowledged for great design but in that actually worked for the client as well is like much better really than that does it (laughs) <laughs> no I mean I think also that's the thing there's so many factors to design it's not just the aesthetics that go on there the fact that that, that client in particular was you know really innovative with their okay. with their product and the way that they made it 
available to the majority of New Zealanders for a for a really affordable price at um, for, for a good product mm. and that's not an easy task in New Zealand because um, everything is usually quite expensive especially when it comes to good skincare. I think that becomes obviously topical again now with what's going on because hugely mm. we, we're going to have a huge focus on supporting local again because you know mm. we're isolated and it's like yeah let's let's support local and businesses that's going to be a huge thing and that's something that we you know and local being Australia and New Zealand I think I think it's got to be like I feel there's strength and and we've always kind of done it anyway yeah I guess that's you know with being able to enter both countries awards as well now so you Mm. know that's we can definitely leverage that and um yeah, just really try and boost this opportunity that I think that New Zealand has with what's happening, mm. um, you know, our unique position and, and yeah, we, we do make great stuff and it's quality and, yeah, it might cost a little bit more. So how do we, you know... Justify that, yeah, especially yeah. in the primary industry and the export. I mean, it's quite interesting when you look at the GDP, you know, our main earning. A lot of third in line or fourth in line is the is the gaming industry. You know, yeah, yeah, massive. yeah, and yeah. right next to forestry and yeah. and dairy, it's yeah. like wow, that's something I, you know, I never thought New Zealand would. Yeah, well, I think, like we're saying, you know, we've had this huge reset, and it's like obviously it's terrible. You know, some industries and businesses are suffering, but you know, I kind of thought sometimes you think, wow, can anything else be done? You know, has it all been done? You know, we can access every corner of the globe in a second. You know, how do we make things new and unique all the time? How do we, how can we do that? Are we exhausted every avenue? You know, massive reset. It's like a blank slate. It's like, yes, it's terrible for some businesses, but, you know, can we look at the opportunities it's going to drive us into these new areas and what's, mm. you know, so I do feel kind of online about the online spaces we always sort of thought oh yes but it's gonna be massive now yeah yeah Mm. where are those opportunities and and i do kind of feel a bit excited about you know Mm. this refresh of course you do yeah Yeah. (laughs) 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 that went fully off piece from (laughs) didn't it an award but yeah (laughs) we end up talking about gdp yeah (laughs) luckily we're not driving around in a car oh my god we we should do a james corden one karaoke (laughs) just start off heading towards the office and end up in wellington that's good okay all right right. signing out i reckon we're done okay cool all right cheers bye bye bye